Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for a lack of a podcast last week. I'm trying to do these on a weekly basis, but I ran out of time. And once again, trying to find those specific times that work for me um, from a, a mental like processing standpoint, I guess. What I'm trying to say is my computer wasn't really working right. So anyways, today's podcast, you know what it is based on the title, right? Damn it, I did it again. I, I struggled with this one, right? I struggled with this with this topic for a number of different reasons. One, it felt like everybody's talking about it, which is sometimes good, but then sometimes very bad. Two, I'll talk about this on the actual episode. I'm not convinced this is 100% um, real yet. I mean, it looks real, but there's something that's, you know, in the back of my mind thinking this could be 1,000% staged. So that's another reason. And for those that don't know, on my Instagram, I did a poll. And on the poll, I asked whether or not I should talk about this topic because I'm not looking at this from like just the single point where everybody's like, well, is Will or is Chris right? I'm looking, I'm going to propose a couple different things to you guys to think about, um, which makes the scenario far more complicated, right? Um, but I, 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 that's what I like to do with things sometimes, just kind of to give totally different perspectives and give different views on things. That way we can all have maybe a more unison opinion about it when you're talking about different things or when you know more things, right? So I struggled with whether or not I wanted to do this podcast. And I'll be honest with you. If you would ask me earlier in the week, I probably would have said no. But because some of the other topics I want to talk about are important topics to me, I want to make sure that those are flushed out and a little bit more concise so that when I present them to you, I can do so more fluidly. I can also do so uh, with far better examples, and I can do so with just a, a whole better perspective and view on things that I can clearly elaborate and, and, and draw a picture for you because otherwise it ends up being a, a giant mess. So, that's why we're talking about the slap heard around the world today. That would have been a great place to stop and just actually transition the podcast, but, you know, I got to say it. For those that are listening to the podcast, I appreciate you. Uh, Any topics or things, feedback, or, you know, whatever questions you have, feel free to get a hold of me. Life Generalist on IG. I have an email, but I don't know if I want to give it to you. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there to share emails. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We're in that point where maybe you send me a DM and I'm like, hey, hi, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, good, well, cool, you? That's where we're at right now. We're not at the point where I'm like, hey, come over, hang out. You know? We're not there yet. It's okay. We don't need to be there yet. It's okay. Don't, you, you don't have to rush things. We're not in a hurry. I'm just saying. But that's where I am with my email. <laughs> All right, well, with that said, here's the podcast. Well, I don't think I've seen so much excitement and talk about a slap or an award show in a long time. 
I'm trying to think of a slap, a slap that's occurred publicly like that. I just can't think of one. It's the first, it can't be the first. We're too old of a species and too social media filled to be the first. But anyways, I digress. Let's get back on topic. I've never seen so much talk as in it is fascinating because I think people are having more critical thinking in this scenario than I've seen in a long time from a public event, right? When we had um, Kanye going up and, and talking, um, taking that girl's time, what was her name? The captain loves that one. Um, Taylor Swift. When when Taylor Swift went up there and Kanye's like, hey, Taylor, I'm going to let you have your time, but I just got to say, blankety blank, I think it was like Beyonce. Beyonce had the best album ever and yours is trash. I don't think he said that last part, <laughs> but he meant it. So I don't think I've seen anything so crazy since then and everybody's weighing in on it. I don't know if it's good or bad, right? The better, the better eye-opening thing for me is that people are actually looking at this critically and I say that because it all goes back to intent for me and this is a deviation of this podcast. It all goes back to intent for me because while I want to say oh, people are looking at this and everybody's perspectives and blah, 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 and they're looking at this from different points, and that's good. That, that's telling me that maybe society is going to a, a different level of thinking or maybe we're, we're talking about things more or maybe we're looking at different viewpoints of different peoples and perspectives more. I also wonder if, if it's not that, right, if that's a pos- positive person's way of thinking. The negative person's thinking is, well, this is just part of woke culture and this is part of people just needing to, to give their opinion on everything and needing to, um, you know, be part of the mix when in an event that's not theirs, right? And that seems hypocritical for me having a podcast and giving my opinion, but whatever. My whole point is, I don't know what it is. It's up to you to maybe look at the intention of what you think these conversations are about, whether it's conversations about getting to know people and really understanding each other, or if it's their discussions about just trying to be popular and in the mix and trying to, you know, add to the fire. That's kind of a, a question we all need to ask ourselves about media as a whole, but also about, you know, where the world is. But I digress. So the slap, everybody has a take on it. And today you'll hear mine. If you want the simple answer, if you want the, the simple answer, save you a few minutes because this feels like it's going to be a longer one. Will Smith was wrong. Period. White and black. If we're looking at this from a white and black situation, he was wrong. And it's just that simple in my mind. If, if we're talking about who was wrong, Will Smith was wrong. And in my opinion, he was wrong on multiple levels. Okay, so let's let's take it. Let's take what he, what we were able to see. And before I even get into the BS, right, the drama, I do want to say this: there is something in the back of my mind. I don't know what it is, but there is something in the back of my mind that tells me that this is maybe staged. What percentage? Ah, maybe like thirty, give or take, right? And if this is staged, ooh, the fallout from this is going to be far worse than it has been now. Because I hear Will Smith's people are trying to really clean this up. Um, Because if this was staged, let's talk about that for one second. If this was staged and this was meant to to maybe give Will a boost and 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 Chris look like the good guy, but also give Chris uh, uh, give Will a boost as far as like 
oh, chivalry isn't dead, right? Because that's the stance that some people are taking on this. Now that he did this, he is taking a hit. Right? He's taking a hit. Because people are dropping him. He's no longer eligible to win this award. I can't remember if it's the Golden Globes, the Grammys. Not the Grammys. That's music, right? I don't pay attention to this junk. But it came up on my, my you know, everybody's timeline. So we're just going to talk about it. But, but my whole point is I was hesitant to do this podcast because the moment that this is, somebody says it's a stage and then they confirm it, this podcast just goes out the window. But the way we're going to talk about this podcast is, is not specifically about the incident. We're going to use it as an example. But I want everybody to kind of have a perspective on, on thinking about things critically. Thinking about things on a, on a higher level where you're sitting there really thinking about what is, what's really going on, what's, what's happening here, what's the problem, what, who's in the wrong, who's in the right from a, a regular legal standpoint. I think these are conversations that are good practices for life. Because in, in these situations, if you find yourself in a Will Smith or Chris Rock situation, you need to, you know, think very quickly about your next situation, your next step. So now that we've gotten the, um, the potential of it being fake and staged out the way, let's talk about my viewpoint on this. Um, very quickly, Will Smith was wrong. Why? Because you cannot openly assault another person for no reason at all. And some of you are going to be like, he just slapped him. Bro, yeah, I know he slapped him. I agree with you. But do you want to be slapped? Think about that. Would you want to be Chris Rock? No. It's not just about slapped, right? Because if it's just you and your boys and some dude slaps you, you might, you might, well, first of all, things probably would have escalated, right? Maybe. Uh, (laughs) I was going to make a joke there, but I need to stop trying to break the tension with jokes. So those would have ended differently, right? But it would have altercated to a certain degree. Look, any way you look at it, any way I'm trying to think about this in my mind, a slap is a slap, and a slap is not something you want, and it's not something that you probably deserve from a light joke that it was. So we'll get to the joke. A slap is a slap, and it's still assault, and in most states, that would still get you something of a penalty, whether it's jail time, a fee, arrest, whatever, depending on your laws, depending on your state. But it's still not okay to openly slap somebody, okay? That's, that's number one. Number two, let's get to the joke part because that's, that's, that's the, the part that really kind of is, is hilarious to me. The joke was one of the most mildest jokes at any award show, let alone a comedy show I have ever heard of. He basically made a comment about her hair, and from there, he compared it to what a character in a fictional movie did when, is it Demi Moore, shaved her head for G.I. Jane. It was a comparison of a woman who has a shaved head looks like a woman who shaved her head. Think about that for a second. It wasn't like, oh, you so bald. Oh, you look like shit like when you're bald or when you're bald. That's not what he said. And I get it. We all have our sensitivities, you and I together, right? But those sensitivities do not grant you the ability to hit somebody. 
And you know what's funny? Jada knows that because she didn't go up there and smack him, did she? So we could talk about the dynamic between Will and Jada, and maybe we will. This could be a long one. But she knows enough. And so whatever propelled Will Smith to do what he's doing, and we can get to that, his motives, um, is still not right. You should not be slapping somebody for an incredibly mild joke. Incredibly mild joke. I have seen people get roasted in some of those award shows, and it is hilarious. And those, some, some of the jokes are aggressive. And while we're on the uh, topic of the, of the slap, I'm going to tell you, let, let's play a game, and let's play one of my favorite games. Let's switch the variables around and see how you feel about it. Put yourself in these situations. Pretend you are a person in that award show. You are sitting there. You are, um, what's her name? Lupita, the one that was sitting behind Will Smith. She was hilarious. She's like the, 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 the quintessential, like, bring the tea girl, you know, because she's just looking at this like, ooh. <laughs> but pretend you're Lupita, right? You're, you're, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Pretend you're her and you're sitting there and you're watching this go down, right? Okay, so... Pretend instead of Chris, instead of uh, Chris Rock, as I say, Chris Rock, Will Smith walks up, slaps Chris Rock, right? Okay. So how do you feel when that, when you saw that happen? You're probably like, oh, snap, this is going to get juicy, right? You're probably like, bring on the tea, right? Whatever. I don't know what you're thinking. Let's switch the variables around. Amy Schumer, I believe, was another person presenting. What if she was up there and she was the one saying that joke? First and foremost, how do you feel if Will Smith goes up there and slaps her the way he slaps Chris Brown? Chris Brown, Chris Rock. Sorry, I'm going to make that comparison a lot. You know, Chris Brown slapping. You know what? Anyways, let's go back. That's an inappropriate joke. That would be on my other podcast. How would you feel if it's Amy Schumer getting slapped by Will Smith? How would you feel being Lupita in that, in that, in that thing? Would you have said something? Would you have acted differently? Would this have made you feel differently? That's question number one. And you should be asking yourself. Question number two, if it was just for shits and giggles and playing devil's advocate, what would you feel like if it was Amy Schumer up there and then Jada goes up there and slaps her? That's just, that's just a fun one you could play with your head. The, if you felt differently in those scenarios, then we're not talking 100% equality, are we? Because if it we're in this world of equality and we're talking about this world where people are equal and they get equal rights, then why are you not affording the same rights to Chris Rock than you are to Amy Schumer? And look, you might not like Amy Schumer. Plug in any woman, really. Put Lupita up there instead of Amy Schumer and see how you feel about it because she's a sweetheart, right, from what we see. It comes down to that. How do you, how, why is it that you feel differently with one than the other? We shouldn't be doing that when we're talking about equality. We shouldn't be doing that when we're talking about everybody should have equal rights, whether it's based on race, sex, whatever. That's scenario number one you should be playing in your head. And really just think that through a little bit. And you should probably have some sort of feelings of not being okay with that. I hope. The other, the other thing is, what if it wasn't Chris Rock up there? What if it's Mike Tyson up there? Do you think Will Smith does that to Mike Tyson? Honestly. Do you think Will Smith does that to Mike Tyson? Think about that. And then just chew it in your mind a little bit and then we'll keep going. I don't think he does. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to pretend to be a, a body 
what is it? A person that's an expert in like reading body language, whatever that title is. Body language re- reader expert, whatever it is. I don't, I don't have that title. In fact, I should look into that career. Let's pretend that we're looking at the body language, right? We've all seen the clip. Will laughs at the joke. Jada doesn't laugh at the joke. The camera pans away. A little bit later, you see Will Smith walking up to the stage, okay? There's a couple things that happen in that scenario that really kind of throw me off because everybody's going to make the argument that Will Smith is under duress and this was just a culmination of all the stress he's been under, which we will get to that. That is the ultimate final point in the situation. Everybody's saying that Will Smith is under duress And that's why he went up there, and it was a sort of crime of passion. If you know what a crime of passion is when it comes to law, it is sometimes a a crime that occurs when you are out of your wit's end because you are in such a crazy rage or something like that, right? I don't exactly know the law. I'm not a lawyer. But we have often see it with people that go out and maybe murder a guy that was sleeping with his wife and maybe caught him or something and he was in such a rage. It's a crime of passion, right? I don't think you can say Will Smith slapping him was a crime of passion. And these are my points against that. One of which is the way he walked up to the stage. He didn't rush the stage. He walked there calmly. So calmly, in fact, that he unbuttoned one of his jacket buttons, maybe to allow him to get better movement of his arm. Who freaking knows? Only Will Smith knows. But he did like a cool guy. He walked up like he was some sort of soprano character, unbuttoned one of his buttons. When he got within reach of him, cocked back, came in from the hip. He didn't come in from the top. The other thing that we're going to need to talk about is the fact that he didn't come in with a closed fist. If a closed fist occurs, this is definitely assault. And everybody would have had a different view on it. But because it was a slap, people like to just say poo-poo this. is like, ha ha, he just slapped him. It was an open-handed slap. And because of that, I'm willing to argue that there is premeditation there. If you are at a fit of rage and you are losing your shit and you are you have months of distress from your wife's ridiculous allegations or not allegations um, ridiculous allegations and you're you're you lost it you just snapped in that moment and you go up to that stage I don't think you argue at least most men would not calmly walk up to that stage unbutton their button come in from a lower section where you likely can't see the punch you didn't cock back right? And slap a man. You didn't punch him. You slapped a man. And we need to make an argue or a discussion about that. You, you, that seems to me 100% premeditated. Because any other option, closed fist, whether he rushes the stage, closed fist means definite assault and he's definitely getting arrested. Rushing the stage means that Chris Rock now has a, an, uh, an inclination of what can happen, right? The reason that he walked up so calmly is the fact that he threw off Chris Rock thinking like, oh, this guy's maybe coming up here to like give me a hard time or maybe have a joke with me or maybe just whatever, whatever. I don't know what Chris Rock was thinking. But if you rush a stage, if you rush another man, you definitely get an inclination that, oh, yeah, something's not right. The last point to this body language thing is the way he walked away from him. He walked away from him, he slapped him, and almost immediately turned around, calmly walked away from him. I'm going to tell you right now, 
somebody open hand slaps me in the middle of wherever and they turn around and give me their back, they're going to be on the ground and probably choked out. Any man or, you know, any man that gets slapped like that and embarrassed and, and you know, not even about the embarrassment, right? It's about assaulting another person. Once again, if you are in a position where you get slapped like that, you're going to retaliate. And Will Smith had such confidence that there was going to be no retaliation that he walked away calmly. I think he even rebuttoned that button he unbuttoned. I just don't think you can argue that this was a fit of rage and this is what disturbed him and made him do it. I think if you are in such emotional distress, I think you lose your faculties a little bit. And we've all been enraged at some point in our lives. You lose it a little bit. If you've ever been at the point where you're with your boss and your boss pisses you off at work enough and you start literally cussing out your boss, which you know is incredibly bad decorum and is probably a fireable offense wherever you are. If you've ever gotten to that level, you know what a quote-unquote crime of passion is like. There's no premeditation there. There is no like, oh, let me think about the word before I say it. Oh, I'm about to come up on this guy. Let me unbutton my jacket. Oh, 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 I don't want him to see my hand, so I'm going to come in from the bottom with my hip. It's not, it's not a crime of passion. That is as premeditated, I think, as it, it gets. I mean, that's, that's an argument for like man, uh, attempted manslaughter. You planned it. But whatever, that's, that's, that's the point on the slap. And that's the point about the, 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 the snapping of Will Smith. I don't believe that either. And this is why I don't think it comes off a little fake. But that's it. That's, that's the point about the slap. Especially the part where you're talking about people showing you your back and walking away from you like that. I mean, if you know how to kick, you're getting kicked in the temple and you're going to sleep and likely knocking your head on the ground. You don't turn your back to a dude you just assaulted, period. Anyways, so for all those reasons, I think Will Smith was wrong. And with, that, with all that being said, by the way, I should have prefaced all of this as I'm a big fan of Will Smith from, uh, from, for no reason at all. And when I, why I say it like that is because, you know, he's made some good, good movies and shows. I grew up with The French Prince. I actually, I'm not one of these dudes that gives a shit when actors die, like people die. I don't, not that big of a deal. When Uncle Phil died, I felt some shit. I grew up with that 80s, well, mostly 90s um, UPN black TV shows. I grew up with that. So when Uncle Phil passed, man, that affected me for sure. And so with that being said, you know, there is a certain respect I have for Will and a certain amount of, of... I like him because I grew up with him. I grew up with the Fresh Prince, right? So I should have prefaced the whole podcast with that. But that still doesn't excuse you from slapping another man on television. It's ridiculous. Will's wrong. But let's talk about, I guess, the thing that everybody probably wants me to talk about. Jada. Oh, before we get to Jada. Oh, you guys are going to be so mad because I'm changing the topic slightly. Before we get to Jada, let's talk about Chris Rock because this will be a short one. His perspective. And that guy is handling this amazingly. He's making, he's killing it on his first show based on ticket, ticket sales that I was hearing. 
He's killing it on his first show back since, since this award show. That guy's going to make a lot of money, and that guy needs to, like, um, just keep doing what he's doing. He handled it tremendously. Some of you, I've heard this from even people I know that are like, man, if, if somebody would have done that to me, bro, I would have I just beat the shit out of him. Maybe. Maybe, right? We all like to think that. We all like to think that when our honor is, is, is bruised publicly on that level, that you would do something about it. But I'm going to tell you right now, Chris, think about it from Chris Rock's position. He was an employed person in that award show. He was an employed comedian. He was there to do a job. And by the way, if you've ever been to a freaking comedy show, when you sit in the front of the comedy show, you are easy fodder for them. They enjoy it. They relish in the possibility of talking smack because they can improvise and they can kind of practice that skill. I don't I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were sitting there based on seating arrangements, but if they weren't and they were in the front freaking row, then yeah, you're going to get made fun of by the comedian. No no remorse for that at all. That is the way things work and historically the way they work at some of these award shows. So, back to my point. Chris Rock was there to do a job. And he was there to do something that he was promised to do, right? He promised to be there and to give these awards and to make some jokey jokes. And he gets slapped publicly on television. And then he basically has a few options, right? And I think, honestly, a lot of that is shock. He hesitated a little bit. He did make a comment like, like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. It was a very light joke, saying it's a light joke. I can't remember his words specifically, and I wish I would have maybe watched the video a few times before I did this podcast. But he made a comment like, you know, if you only knew what I could say right now, right? He's a comedian. He's a veteran comedian. And he could have ripped his asshole open in that moment with any sort of jokes. The, f- the funniest one I think I, I love the most is, is if you would have said, from other comedians, was like, if you would have said something like, Oh, I'm going to feel that till August. Like, I, I rolled when I heard that one. That would have been magical. But, because that legit is a, 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 he's twisting a knife that's already there. But, Chris Rock has chosen to do the most, I don't even know, I want to say honorable thing, because I don't know if that's the most honorable thing, but I think he did the most, just he kept it together, and he kept his decorum, and he realized that he's a guy in a suit in a show that is being televised to millions of people that are likely now watching this more than before because of the slap. And he is a host and presenter. The camera's on him. And he is a group full of people. You know, I don't, I don't think, I, I do believe that if that would have happened in the backstage, Chris would have reacted differently. Because as a man, if you're a man, by my definition of a man, you, people react differently. But he did it in a way that he wanted to keep the decorum and the respect of the dignity of that show. You got to remember, this is a show where it's a whole bunch of rich people that get to play pretend for a living and they get awarded for it. And he was the guy presenting the pretend awards, right? So ultimately, he kept his shit together and he did it like a professional does without sitting there and breaking down or breaking his decorum, unlike Will Smith. And so he's going to be the winner of this. But realize that you don't know what you're going to be like in those situations. 
you think you're going to respond a certain way. But when you are your work, right, let's say you have a, a work face when, you, when you're with your work alone, right? Let's say you work in a professional setting. I think you hesitate more than you think you would because you're used to a certain decorum and a certain pr pr proceeding to your job. You don't necessarily know how you're going to react. And this to me is the same thing. I guess we'll, we'll, I'll say it very quickly. This is the same thing to me that when people are just like, yeah, bro, if a guy comes in here shooting, I'm just going to pull out my gun and shoot him. I don't think you understand what it's like to be under duress and pressure and, and know how you're going to react. I think you think you know what you're going to react like until it happens to you. There's no difference than, than people talk, saying that comment about guns or when people specifically, to reference it to this situation, talk about getting hit. You never know what it's like until you get hit. You know, I, that, is, that is one of the most telling problems with men. Men overestimate their abilities 100%. And I'll give you an example of this. If you've ever taken boxing, striking classes, jujitsu classes, whatever, you have a certain perspective of what you think you can do in life. It isn't until you're put in those situations where you're not in real danger, but there is a possibility for, for physical damage that you really start realizing what you, what you can do. Because the pressure kicks in, the stress kicks in, your ego starts kicking in, and then you start making mistakes. And then the moment you start not being the hammer, you, you crumble like paper and water. So it's very quick and easy to judge Chris Rock and say, I would have just taken that dude out. You don't know what you would have done. And you don't know what you would have done on a stage that large while working. Chris Rock did the right thing, and he continues to do the right thing because he's going to make a ton of money off of this. And when he comes out with a comedy special that he talks about, oh, I'm going to talk about the Jill and, Wa Jill and uh, Jill, the, the Will and Jada thing. When he, when he does that, oh, that's going to be a huge special. And he is going to probably obliterate them is what my assumption would be comically. But this podcast is getting very long. Let's get into the thing that you guys probably want to talk about. And that is Will and Jada and their relationship. And the only excuse really for Will. Everybody talks about that relationship being so toxic that it made him snap. I'm not going to disregard that statement on a large scale. I'm going to say that, yeah, I think that relationship is incredibly toxic if all of those things are real. Remember, we're dealing with celebrities, whether or not those people are who they perceive or to project themselves to be. I'm not convinced that they are always what you see. People are so enamored by celebrity, which is hilarious because I don't give a shit most of the times. So there's some celebrities that I'm just like, ooh. But let's be honest, most of them just figments of what you see. And so one of the famous ones that I like to pick on a lot, so sorry, is The Rock. You know, that guy comes off incredibly political, like he's super clean, he's, he's super joyous all the time, but at the same time, then he talks about how he has depression issues. But it never shows it, by the way, never shows it on his social media. And so what is that? Are we curating our social media so that only the good comes out? My point to that is just saying that these people are not what you think they are. And because of that, because they are aware of what they project out there is important, they have now also learned to play the 
the three-dimensional chess where they choose to work the system. And so they'll put out things to become more popular or stay in the forefront of limelight. And I'm not convinced that what's happening with Jada and Will isn't an attempt for them or their PR team to really keep them in the limelight. I find it ridiculous and, and uncomfortable that I know so much supposedly about Jada and Will Smith's relationship based on what the things that Jada is okay with speaking about on her podcast or show or whatever she has. I don't know. I don't watch it. I think some things you keep privately or you keep within a small circle. You don't bring in the world, especially with incredibly taboo topics like you cheated on your husband with your son's friend. Wow. Think about that statement, right? Think about that statement. Where It's hilarious to me that you are a woman that wants to have a certain level of decorum to, to, to give that look and go to these shows and pretend like you have that level of decorum, but you don't have, first and foremost, a certain level of respect to your husband, to putting your, your dirty laundry out there like that. And secondly, to be okay telling the world about this tremendous, for lack of a better word, fuck up. And I say that not lightly because... When you, when you hear the word, oh, my wife cheated, that, that makes you feel a certain way as a man. But when you hear the next level that it was your son's friend, that also makes you feel a certain way as a man. So the fact that you're okay talking about this on a podcast makes me think that maybe it's a little, a little fake. Maybe it's, it's there to kind of take the acting world into the real world, right? And stay topical and relevant. Because the last thing Jade has been has done that's relevant is what? The new Matrix? Spoiler. You know, so I don't know how much of it is real. But let's pretend. Let's together hold hands and we pretend like this is real. Wow. Right? If this is real, wow. That's my freaking response to this. I haven't heard all of it. But I've heard the August cheating thing. I've heard of her making comments about their sexual relations, maybe about Will not being up to par or maybe her not being able to keep up with them, something like that. And then I don't know where this came from because, once again, I don't pay attention to this, but comedians after this have been talking about how there's there's rumors about Will being gay. And, and may, I don't know if that came from Jada or where that came from, right? Whatever. But my point to all this is like, Dude, airing of this dirty laundry is incredibly toxic for a relationship. This, to me, is the equivalent of when you introduce cheating into a relationship. You're introducing a certain level of venom that never kind of goes away. And, and some people can get past that, but I'm going to tell you what, a lot of people can't, whether you're a woman or a man. And so that venom stays in the system. And to introduce this level of venom into your relationship is, is whew. And that's where the argument of Will breaking down in that moment and, and losing his cool comes from, right? It's the idea that Jada and, and in a way, him as well, have put themselves through this, right? Like, like to televise, wasn't it a televised thing now that I'm thinking about it? Because now I'm thinking about the Will Smith crying meme joke. 
wasn't this televised like a like a some sort of special where where she went out and, and, and talked about this? Like, why in the fuck would you ever put your partner through that? That to me is eye opening in itself. When you're willing to to go up to your partner and say, "Hey, I want to talk to you about something," assuming this is all real. Hey, I want to talk to you about something, but I want to talk to you about it publicly on a television show that is going to be viewed by millions and is likely going to have repercussions for months, whether it's memes, whether it's people talking about it, whether it's something as simple as people coming up to you and being like, hey, man, sorry you went through that. I don't know about you, but as a male, I don't really like those comments. To do that is incredibly toxic. Once again, assuming all of this is real. I get it. For people to say that he's going through some shit, I get it if this is all real. Keep saying that because I'm not convinced it is. If this is all real, I get it, man. That guy's been through a tremendous amount of shit. And it goes back to the thing that I grew up with that dude in that show. Along with amazing movies. Like like Seven Pounds, he should have gotten an award for a long time ago. Whoever did not give him an award for Seven Pounds should be socked in the face. <laughs> As we're talking about this topic. Because that was right there was an incredible movie. But I digress. I get it. That guy's gone through a lot. If this is all real. And... You got to feel bad for him, for sure, if this is all real. I keep saying that because I feel like in the back of my mind, this is going to come back and not be real. But whether or not you're in distress, it doesn't change the fact that it's not okay to assault someone. And I would, I would encourage you to go back to our original topic of thinking that he went up there and hit Wanda Sykes, who I think was also on that show. What if Will Smith would have gone up there and smacked Wanda Sykes? how do you feel about it then? It goes back to the thing. You should not be smacking people no matter how much you lose your shit. As a man, let's be honest. If you're a man, you know that you are inclined to some level of fucking anger, right? Testosterone does that. It's biology. Get over it. And so with that, because of that, you are not excused to let out that anger via assault and hit other men. If you are, let me put it this way. If you do have that mindset that you feel like you, you should need to let out your frustrations on another person, then I think you should go and do that more often because I think you'll get away with that a couple times until you meet the hammer. And when you meet the hammer, the universe will equalize your mindset easily. And this is another reason why I think it's fucked that Will did this to Chris Rock, a guy who is smaller than him. And, and he felt so confident that he wasn't going to fight back that he gave him his back. But back to, back to the topic. Because of that, you're not excused to assaulting another man. As a man, and I say this as a man, as a man, you should be allowed to have a certain level of discipline and control and be able to control yourself. And while I say, yeah, you've been through some shit, assuming it's all real, I don't think it's an excuse. And I think what this really talks about more is that you should, as a married man or woman or whatever you are, 
Yes, you should always try to abide by your agreements via marriage, right? As a, when you get married, you you agree to you know respect and love and always be there and and blah blah blah, right? Whatever the words were at whatever marriage you have or have been to. There's some caveats to that, no? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't just be here being like, oh, I'm going to respect my wife and I'm going to fight for my wife and I'm going to do everything for my wife. But yeah, she's just going to do all this shit on the side. She's not going to respect me by sleeping with other men. She's going to talk smack about me on her, on her show. She's going to sit there and put our dirty, dirty laundry out into the world. So at what point does self-respect go out the window because of your partner? And how long do you deal with that? I think that's the discussion we, be, we everybody should be having. The slap was wrong. We can all agree on that. But at what point do you say, I can't deal with this level of stuff anymore? Because this, this Jada, to me, once again, on the outside, not sure if it's real, to me, doesn't seem like she's growing past this stuff. And I think because the attention continues to revolve around these things, she's out now getting positively reinforced to continue these activities and to continue these, these talks, whatever you want to call them. And so I don't think that the discussion should be about the slap. I think the overall discussion that we all should be talking about is that at what point does a relationship that gets this toxic continue to be a, a relationship? And is it the fact that Will can't get past it for whatever reason that he's not willing to just walk away? And it sucks because he's got kids, and I understand that. To a certain degree, but as a byproduct of a divorced relationship and a toxic relationship, I'll tell you right now, kids, the kids see the drama. They see what the adults put themselves through. So when I say that, don't think about it for the kids because the kids, one, are likely to continue the chains that you put on them. And what I mean by that is if there's certain activities or there's certain things that were toxic and they see them over and over and over, they're more likely to do that in their partnerships. And secondly, they see the struggles that you're going through with your partner. And so if they see you miserable, angry, upset, they see all that that you're going through, that's not healthy for them either. And that's not putting them in a great place. So the, the children argument to me is always a, eh, one out the window. And so Will's got to do some deep soul searching when it comes to his marriage and the way he's approaching this. I understand. I'm an old school kind of guy, man. You're, you're going to you'll figure that about me after some podcasts. I'm an old school chivalrous kind of guy. I like to think that in, eh, I don't like to think because I've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where guys have said things about my partner and I don't necessarily keep my shit together. And that's where these comments are coming from. And with that being said, I am that guy. I grew up old school, real old school, especially for before my time. And I understand the chivalrous point that he was on. But at some point, you have to ask yourself, if you're not getting respect from your partner, why should you continue to give them respect to that level? Especially when you're going out and making an idiot of yourself on a public television show, on an award show where everybody's dressed in suits. And at what point is that relationship still worth you and everything of, about you? Are you sacrificing yourself for that relationship when she's not doing the same? There's no, there's no 
equal return on that investment, if you know what I'm saying. So that's, I think, the greater discussion. And I think people that are around him that are having this discussion with him should likely start thinking about what's leading him to snap to that level on a public award show with a incredibly mild joke. Also, keep in mind, he might not know about her condition. That's the only argument here that people are like, oh, alopecia. I didn't know about Jada's alopecia. Let me put it this way. I didn't know about Jada's alopecia as much as I knew about her cheating on her husband with her son's kid. So why do you think Chris Rock should know? Because they're personal close friends. I guess he's been on the Will Smith show or Fresh Prince show, so maybe he should know about Jada's alopecia. It's not an alopecia argument. It's a slap argument, and it's a great argument about their relationship as a whole. And that's the point you should be taking out of this situation. The lesson you should take out of this, apart from the fact that you shouldn't assault other people, is the fact that you need to start really thinking about what your definition of relationships are, what you're willing to do for relationships, and what's okay and not toxic. And what's that word that people use nowadays? Uh, gaslighting. What's not gaslighting the situation? Because in this situation, Jada looks like the freaking Emperor Palpatine in the Star Wars situation, Right? I mean, if you know, if you watch Star Wars, if you don't, that reference is out the window. But my point is, you should start asking those questions. Because everybody's answer is going to be different, and everybody's tolerance for things are going to be different. But I look at relationships a lot of times like I look at a business relationship. It's a mutual relationship, and yeah, there are times where you're going to be giving more to your business than your business gives to you, but there should be times where your business is also rewarding you more than you probably deserve to be rewarded for your work. Right? It's, it's a mutual beneficial relationship that is wrapped in love, unlike work. <laughs> but that's what it should be. And you shouldn't be sitting there having toxic situations. And you shouldn't have to take an abuse for someone else because now you're locked and loaded into this relationship. Whew, that was a whole lot of talk. I mean, that was, that was a mouthful. Um, I hope... You guys kind of see my point in this. Um, I, I, I'm not pretending to be right, but that's the way I look at it, at least today during this podcast upload. And I've given this tremendous thought because it's been everywhere. It's been freaking everywhere. And we haven't even gotten to the point that Chris Rock, from what he's talked about way back in the day, has a huge, huge um, bullying issue. Like, he described it being coming home with bruises all the time. Like, he has a pretty bad history with bullying and abuse. And so, is Will Smith supposed to know about that the way Jada, or is he supposed to know about Jada's condition? And what repercussions did he have, or what flashbacks did he have to his abuse in school? We didn't even talk about that. Because there's, we can keep going on about this forever. But the point I want you to take about this is make your opinions about the scenario. Flip the variables to see how you feel about it. And then definitely start thinking about your relationships or your friends' relationships and defining what is a good relationship and healthy relationship to you. What's a toxic and what's gaslighting and what's not okay and what's okay because you need to be objective. And by the way, when you make those decisions on what those things are, you should flip the script to see if you feel like things are equal. Because a lot of times, people want things to benefit themselves, but not benefit everybody in those relationships. So think about that. But I think 50 plus minutes in, 
Um, I've given you a ton to think about. Hopefully this is something that you think through and really kind of ponder, sit down in a quiet room and think about these because this isn't about Will and Jada. Who cares? I'm not friends with them. I don't know them. But this is a greater discussion about your relationships and your views on what's okay to do and not do in real life and and real have real discussions with yourself about what you think you would do in a situation like that in a public situation like that think about those things because i don't know if things go down the way you think they go down this isn't a john wick movie you know so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I've given you plenty to talk about. If you want to interact, maybe talk about this some more, you have my social media stuff below. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>